Can you hear my Tommy rumble? Yes. Oh that's wow, funny. I just heard that. <laughs> okay, maybe don't set the mood for my Tommy. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get some dinner afterwards, shall we? <laughs> yes. Yes, we should. I think mine keeps cutting out. Oh, there no. might be some issues, but let's hope for the best. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say I've heard you okay so far, but I don't know whether you said other stuff that I didn't hear, so who knows. <laughs> Did you hear me recite Beowulf as I promised to do? <laughs> no, I didn't. Didn't get the full the whole of Beowulf. Oh. <laughs> oh well. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it. <laughs> um I think I'm ready to start when you guys are. Oh yeah? Yeah. Mm, yes. All right. Oh, excellent. Off we go. Okay. Today's film uh, was another round. Who, who picked this? That was me. That was you? Yes. Why did you pick another round? Um. So I saw this in the cinema back in June or something, whenever it came out. Yeah. In the UK, yeah. I think. And um, yeah, I decided that I wanted everyone I knew to see it for some reason. <laughs> I don't really remember okay. why, but it's been on my mind since then. And I was waiting for it to come out on the UK streaming sites and it's taken a long time. But eventually I noticed it was it had appeared and I was like, oh, great. It's time for another round. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Also, I thought that this was perhaps what you might call a good film. And I'm starting to get a bit of a reputation in the film club for just picking... <laughs> bad films. Bad, well, I don't know if you call them bad films, certainly. A, a certain yeah, kind of film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad kind. <laughs> <laughs> now, overall, you don't pick the worst films in the world, but um, Highlander was worth like three or four. Yeah, that really did... And some brought your there. average down a lot. It did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't understand why. However, this this was a, a very different sort of film, as you say, mm. um, and maybe it was a good film. Uh, did you think it was a good film, Claire? I did. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a very entertaining film, and that's all I'll share for the moment. Very good. Okay, Fernando. Yes, I, was this I liked a good it. Film? This is the yeah. second time that I'm watching it. Uh, it was a good film, yes. Um, Laura recommended it uh, when she watched it a few months ago. And I was like, I'll okay. take a recommendation. And I go. did watch it, also at the cinema. Oh, very cool. Oh. You didn't recommend it to me, Laura. Oh, I'm sorry. I think she did mention it in one of the, uh, I guess, episodes that we were um, oh. recording. Um, ah, there you go. Oh, weren't listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm choosing to be offended. I'm sticking with it. What did you think, Michael? Cool. I thought it was great. Oh, I thought it was a really good film. Oh. Um, and I got a lot out of it. Very, um, very bleak in parts. Mm. Uh, sort of noir Ooh. a little bit. <laughs> Um, but also very good fun at the same time. Oh, fantastic. I, I would compare it to a few films we've watched recently. Mm. Um, one of know. which is... <laughs> <laughs> I would it... compare, compare it favourably with Highlander. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, that comparison would not take long. Um, no, I would compare it with uh, Requiem for a Dream. Hmm. Wow. And I would also, uh, yeah, and I would compare it with um, the drum film. Whiplash. Whiplash. Yes, I was going to say this. Uh, and I think it came off better in both comparisons. This is why I'm slightly surprised that you liked it, because I thought when I saw the end again, I was like, oh, I wonder if this ending is quite similar to Whiplash, isn't it? Because it's just so, I don't know. I can't, yeah, so we can talk about the yeah, ending. Yeah, we can talk about that. Um, um, <laughs> and I was, yeah, so the ending is maybe not, not the best part oh, of this film for me. Really? It's my absolute <laughs> favourite. This is typical. Oh, what I are you talking the about? This is possibly my favourite end to a film ever. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. I just was buzzed off of it. When I came out of the cinema, I was like, I'm going to go get some wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Interesting. It was just so joyful. And just the dancing was amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Was it joyful? I yeah, I, th- I think I it's didn't a good feel point, joyful. I guess point for me to say that I also like the ending. Wow! <laughs> what did you like about and the ending, Fernando? <laughs> well, that, as in they were as in they, they clearly made some mistakes, but then have, as in they took it too far. But once you know that you've taken it too far, there is no. I guess that some people just stop doing the thing that, I guess, led them to making a mistake. But you don't have to stop. Um, you just have to mm, be a little bit more careful with it instead of censoring yourself completely. Uh, yes, that's what I like. Be a bit more careful with it mm. by, like, downing a whole load of stuff in the street and then jumping into the sea. Yes. Yes. Wait, they were <laughs> they were not as drunk. Oh, at least he was not as drunk as he had been in previous parts of the film. No, I but think. he was just. It, I got the impression he was just getting started. Maybe I have. I mean, he was drunk. Was that scene going to end? He was drunk on life. Yes, I agree. <laughs> he had quite mm. a lot of alcohol as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think they had to have that. There was, I thought it was beautiful that they had him jump into the sea. Well, not beautiful, but it moved me a bit. And I was like, oh, fantastic. What a great way to end. Because it's such a nice parallel where you've got the joy of alcohol and the absolute, you know, intoxicating thing about it that makes it so great. But then on the other hand, the the, the other friend, the way that he died. So there's a specific kind of mirroring yeah. going on there, which I think is why they... You know, they're not trying to moralise or say that you can never have alcohol or get drunk or have fun or anything like that. It's um, just an exploration yeah. of all all this spectrum. I can't believe, did you not, what, what did you think of the end then? I I had a pit in my stomach for the end. Oh. What, what about you, Claire? Yeah, I thought, well, I thought they'd learned nothing <laughs> from their experience. Yeah. I thought that's because there's nothing to learn to be learned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I suppose so. So he actually died from alcohol abuse, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and they were sort of celebrating his memory. They went and had a, a load to like some amount to drink. And it was just this tipping over, you know, they can start by having a beer in his memory. That's nice. Then they got some champagne at the restaurant and they were downing it, you know, pretty, pretty hard. And then they start celebrating the street with spirits and stuff. And at each step, I was thinking, like, they're going from a nice beer to celebrate someone's memory and creeping. Every single one of these drinks is creeping towards uh, just the kind of alcohol abuse that killed this guy Mm. um, and that ruined his, you know, sort of ruined his marriage, um, damaged his, his work life, all of that. And he was getting these texts from his wife. I, the good ending for me was, um, you know, the, the champagne comes out. He looks at his phone, sees this message from his, from his wife wanting to get back with him. And he says, do you know what? I won't have a drink today. I need to go and talk to someone. And he goes and sees the wife and gets back with her and has a happy family life. Um, but instead, he just gets like wasted in the street. What's What happens later on? What happens if his wife turns up and like, you know, is saying, right, well, this has been really, really rough and we've hurt each other a lot, but I want to try and make things work again. And he's just got wasted after the funeral of his best friend. He's, it, I thought he potentially what he was doing in that scene was throwing his life away. It was terrible. Oh, wow. We have, I, like, I see your point. I can, that reading sounds. Fair enough, I suppose. That's just not how I took it at all. Right. Um, so interesting. Yeah, I didn't think... I thought you could actually strip away this film from... out. Like, same with Whiplash. It wasn't really about drumming. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really about alcohol. He had these problems already, and, you know, alcohol has brought everything out to the fore, and they had that really low moment. But it's not saying you mm. should never drink, or... I think it was, it was like Fernando said, it's about life, isn't it? It's about joy and life, and it's a tribute to alcohol. That's I suppose if you ignore three quarters of the film, then yeah. But that's the whole film. Um, that's what it was about. It was just the spectrum. I think it wasn't trying. To, it wasn't like Requiem for a Dream, where everything was just we're meant to say, "Oh my God, alcohol's terrible," isn't it? It, it was very. It was quite nuanced. I think it showed the really harmful effects of just over drinking and addiction and things like yeah. that. And what was becoming an addiction. But it showed the lighter stuff as well at the beginning and things like that. And it wasn't saying that their path was inevitable. I think that's why the ending was good, I think, because it's it wasn't so it wasn't black and white, was it? It was very ambiguous. Um Yeah. Sorry, I mean, my Mads impression Mikkelsen. was oh, oh sorry. Mads Mikkelsen. You know Mads Mikkelsen, the main character, the main actor. Yeah. He said that the it's film Martin. was a tribute to alcohol. So, you know, oh. it's not meant to be like a moralising tale. It's a, just a tribute to alcohol and the joys and griefs of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it certainly showed some of the good sides of it, but but not much, mm. a, a little, right? But it, it showed how dangerous it was. I thought their conclusion in the end, in their study, which was this has some positive effects, but... Mm. Um, it should not be pursued because of the dangers of uh, social damage and alcoholism. Mm. I thought that that seemed like that was the conclusion, but but maybe not. Well, I don't know. 
It's just like, I guess it's the same with every every film that sort of ends without a, a neat bow on it. D- did he get back together with Annika? I guess we don't did, know for certain, but it sounds does like... Does no one else care? I just took it as kind of a given that they would get back together. They would get back together even though she cheated on him and she is maybe developing an alcohol problem herself. Oh, that's not how I took that either. <laughs> yeah. And she I didn't get that she was developing an alcohol problem. What what did it, I miss? She, well maybe you can say, Laura. Do you mean when she had one glass of wine at their meeting? Yeah, well, when she turned up for a meeting, immediately demanded a glass of wine, despite knowing that he had an alcohol problem. <clears throat> and then like downed it in sort of a minute while crying and then stormed out. Um, that I thought that was meant to be a hint towards that, like she has a, a damaging relationship with with alcohol as well. Oh, I thought. Okay, so I have three thoughts on this. One, maybe because there's not right. a lot of women in the film. Maybe it was the kind of director being like, "See, women drink too." Maybe not though. That seems <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> Two, she's so angry at him. She's kind of like, "I dare you. I'm going to drink. I dare you to drink because you're an alcoholic." So fuck you, I'm having a drink right now, because I can. Yeah. Sort of thing of, like, where they're at in their relationship. Or it's just showing, again, if we take it as this kind of tribute to alcohol, it's just kind of showing that alcohol is this kind of cushion and, like, crutch, and emo- in a bad way still, but, like, this emotional kind of thing that people do. You know, if it's trying to trace out the, re- like, it's trying to be a realist approach to alcohol, then I think it's quite, you know, it's not unrealistic that she would, if very stressed, have a glass of wine finish it quite quickly and then run out of there. Yeah. People are complicated. Maybe that's just it. Or or maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was trying to say... Or maybe it was just making a social commentary that people in Denmark are way too dependent on alcohol. Like, it seemed to kind of hint towards that as well. At times. Yeah. Anyway, someone else's yeah, thoughts on that. Yeah, I can't quite decide. Yeah, so I, I didn't think that was her... I, I thought it was a middle finger to him. Mm. Right. I thought that was, we're meeting up in a bar at lunchtime. I'm going to have a glass of wine. Just because you're weak doesn't mean I have to change my life. Yeah, yeah. okay. I didn't see that as a dependency. Mm. thought it was which, maybe a bit mean. Which is quite a cruel thing to do. Yeah. It was the sort of cruelty we didn't really see in her character otherwise. Mm. Yeah, she was very angry with him, though. Angry people do yeah, nasty things. I guess so. Why did you think the end was... Why did you find the end joyful, Fernando? Mm, precisely because I thought they were drinking alcohol in a different way that they had been drinking it. And, uh, mm-hmm. I thought they were drinking alcohol in a way that was a little bit more controlled. And that the joy that they were experiencing was not mainly due to alcohol, but because of a deeper understanding of their relationship to alcohol um, mm. and what it can do to their lives and maybe made them appreciate life a little bit better. I guess it reminded me of the speech uh, or the, yeah, I guess the little speech that the student was giving for his final exam that only... Uh, by having failed, will you have a, I guess, deeper or be more grateful for life? Mm. And 
because you failed, you you'll you'll be able to feel a little bit more love, and in that way, mm. they know that they have failed because mm, they were having well, they were they were they were yeah having a negative impact on the people that surround them. Now they know that they have failed, but they also know that it doesn't have to be that way. As an alcohol can still be a part of their lives, mm, and. It can enhance their happiness, but it doesn't have to control their lives. Mm. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, I can see that. That would be a nice interpretation. I think I'm with you. I think that's what I took away from it as well. Um, but I don't know if I was just all keyed up because I really enjoyed the song and the dancing. And I was like, oh, <laughs> wow, you're right. <laughs> Let's drink. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, hmm. maybe an argument more on the Michael side. I don't know if I agree with this or not, but there was that one moment where he was gonna quit. Do you remember after after they have the nice canoe trip with his family, and then mm. they decide to go to take it further and like drink until they pass out, sort of thing? And he's like about to walk out the door, yeah. and then he just gets pulled back in, and it's like this slow sort of exactly. seductive. Maybe that just they were on the cusp of not drinking again at the end, but he just it was just too enticing that was exactly what i felt yeah. watching it i thought that those scenes were were mirrors mm-hmm. of each other it was the the same thought but why did they make it so joyful <laughs> because yeah. it's fun isn't it's it getting fun. drunk's really yeah, fun yeah maybe that's just it they're just doing this realist portrayal of it and it, i don't, i still don't think it needs to be this moral i think they've done it really well where they've just balanced it so nicely and they're like alcohol is really fun sometimes guys <laughs> yeah mm. I, don't, I guess I, I didn't see how you could how you could get to the end of the film and not think they'd all be better off without alcohol it just just seemed to be seemed to be a damaging thing I don't from know. the way they portrayed it though I'm you know, I, I certainly think people can enjoy alcohol in a sensible way um it was a warning of the excesses, right? Wait, even if you can enjoy alcohol in a different way, um, I'm under the understanding, maybe the mistaken understanding, that any amount of alcohol is harmful to your body. Um, so, but having said that, there are so many things that we do that are harmful to our body, but we still do them because we like them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a matter of us understanding the consequences that mm, consuming or putting certain things into our bodies, yeah, the effect that putting certain things into our bodies have on us and deciding whether that is worth it or not. Uh, mm. Whether, yeah, the, the fun that we get from them is worth it the harm that we're doing to ourselves. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and I think that that way as well, it's really individual, isn't it? It's like mm-hmm. about making choices for yourself. And that's what I think the film was trying to do as well. It wasn't trying to show this, like, about the substance. It was about them as individuals. So they all were impacted completely differently. So, for instance, like, yeah. Peter didn't suffer that many negative consequences. Um. But one of them clearly was become the one who died. I can't remember his name now. 
Tommy. That was Tommy, Tommy, wasn't it? Um, just clearly was had it way worse. Couldn't handle it. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's difficult. I don't know if that was saying that he was just more. Maybe he was just more lonely. Maybe we were meant to take from him solitude. He seemed to live a particularly lonely yeah. life. So I thought of the sorts of things that you've said before about about drug addiction, Laura. Mm. Um, there seems to be some uh, some theme in this film of alcohol revealing problems that are already there. Yeah. And I think he he was lonely. He lived on his own, and he didn't have a job that he liked um, or people to share his life with. And it it seemed like that that was why it affected him badly. That was why he couldn't get off the alcohol when the others mm. were doing it, and it ended up you know possibly claiming his life. Uh, and it it was sort of a similar thing for. Yeah, like, is it, what did you say? Pete, Peter wasn't too badly affected, mm. whereas Martin, um, his marriage ended. Yeah. Uh, or maybe ended. But the reason his marriage ended, as as Annika even said, was, I don't know, some shit about he, you're not present anymore. She'd had an affair, mm-hmm. which no one ever needed to find out about, and they could have lived their whole lives happily. Um <laughs> but because of the way things went, it, yeah, it seemed like it was revealing problems that were already there rather than simply causing problems yeah. to some extent. However, also, um, like it caused him to yeah, get his face fucked up and uh, stuff like that that wouldn't have happened. But yeah, mm. yeah, I wonder if that was a point they were trying to make. Yeah, I, I think definitely. I think they did quite a good job of very quickly showing us that their lives were, you know, that it was so parried by boredom and melancholy and just loneliness. Yeah. That these problems were pre-existing. It wasn't alcohol that caused them. Alcohol initially sort of, one of the effects of it was countering that and, you know, they had something fun and new and were bonding and things like that. Um but could also then exacerbate them a lot more, which I think is very, you're right, it overlaps a lot with um, things like heroin addiction. Um, mm. But yeah, but that's why I also think that it wasn't really trying to be a moral tale about like, oh, it's drinking to excess, or why it's not even really about alcohol. It was about their own lives and who they were and them having this sort of midlife crisis of masculinity. Or not masculinity, mm. what am I saying? I think it was about midlife masculinity, but I don't think it was a crisis of masculinity per se, but maybe we can get onto that as well. Um, But yeah, but I think that's why they had this, um, why the end was, was trying, in my opinion, trying to make it seem joyful, even though they were binging again, because it wasn't really about the binging or the drinking or anything like that. It was about their social problems and social lives and things like that. Yeah. And if they can mm. do it on their own terms and with a sense of joy and perspective, Maybe. then it's okay. Yeah. No, if it's okay, uh, it doesn't have to. It's, it's neither good nor bad. It's just a thing that people do. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Like Whiplash. Just sit back <laughs> and enjoy the music. <laughs> Don't think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just about drums. 
It's not about drum It's not about drum <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with drum Yeah. So why did we think that it was a good film if we are so um, <laughs> conflicted about the ending? I just thought mm. it was really entertaining. I thought, yeah, I think the the joy that you're talking about in the final scene, I enjoyed watching the silly dancing and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. The so you've got me thinking now because it was when they were trying to control their consumption that it got out of hand. Mm. Um, but it's like they had to take it too far for it to for them to learn their lesson or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just, yeah, I just thought the idea, like it just seemed like a fun idea to try, like <laughs> being that amount of drunk in daily life. It sounds fun. Yeah, I think there was a lot of fun in the first half, wasn't it? Like it was just quite, mm. it was amusing. Yeah, I think op- that opening scene with the, the kids running around the park mm. I thought that was just great. That, that was just yeah, I enjoyed that. Oh God, we've misread that as well. That I <laughs> I thought that yeah. So the opening scene, sort of before the title credits, when it's just the the lake run, mm. Mm. I thought that was that was meant to show us like the squalor <gasps> oh. that can that can come out of things. Because to start with, is yeah, good fun. They're all having fun running around a lake, but then they're throwing up. That's not good. They're exhausting themselves then they're like going on trains causing a nuisance like upsetting people with families they're like committing these crimes like handcuffing someone to a door on a train like that this this stuff is not good fun larks this is like serious like i guess they use the phrase anti-social behavior don't they that, that's oh, you sound just that's like what it teacher. is yeah <laughs> but it but the teacher's got a point when it's stuff like that. Like, yeah, if the kids want to, you know, particularly 16, 17-year-olds in Denmark, you know, whatever, if they want to, you know, have a few beers, have a bit of fun, have a party, whatever, that's one thing. But, yeah, causing, like, when that's feeding into them them causing harm to other people, it's it's not good. And so I thought that opening scene was like, look, here's an example of it going wrong. Now let's watch these four guys and see what happens. Mm. Um, but you guys were thinking, oh, that looks like fun. No, not that it looked like fun. Although it did look like fun at the beginning. I think I got a bit of like, yeah. oh, no, why is he handcuffing that man? But also I didn't mm. take it totally seriously. And then I liked that they there was an old mm. woman on the train that they were giving drinks to and like mm. having fun with, and she didn't seem upset. She seemed like she was enjoying it as well. So I thought it was just... Okay, so they're showing fun. both sides again. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So I, when I heard, in fact, Claire, when you when we asked you to start with, you said I thought it was entertaining. I liked it. Mm. Whenever someone says it's entertaining, there's a bit of subtext there, isn't there? Mm. That like, as if you're going to finish the sentence with, but it wasn't like North by Northwest or. But whatever, I'm trying to think of a worthy film now. But yeah, that like somehow it didn't have depth, and it was just a bit of fun. And then let's get on with our lives. But I, I felt like there was a lot that this was saying. Yeah, I definitely didn't mean it like in a sort of backhanded way or anything. Okay. I thought it was entertaining. 
Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a fun idea to explore. Um, yeah. Yeah, but you say the same, same thing about like click with Adam Sandler. <laughs> That's um, not entertaining, it, I have to say. That was not entertaining in the end. Um, but it's a fun idea to explore. Mm. But are, are you saying it was also like, did it make you think? Was it a good film? Was it a good film? Hmm. I, pff, I, don't, I don't really know what that means. Drilling I, down into the sophisticated questions. Was yeah. thing good? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good film. It took an idea. It was well done. Um, yeah. Well acted. The script was good. Um, Did it have a gravitas, Claire? <sighs> Do you know, I'm feeling more and more like Hector. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, yes. I, it was a good film. It said stuff. It was entertaining. What? Hmm. How? I don't know if it needs gravitas mm, or yeah. a message. Yeah. Um. And not every film does, but some sure. films are only good because they have those things. Yeah, but some films are good because they're just good. Hmm. Yeah, to return to Fernando's question about why I enjoyed it, mm. I love Mads Mikkelsen, and that can be enough. <laughs> that is true. I don't think I've seen a film with him in before. Have you not? Wait, uh, have you not no, seen I'm sort of, Casino Royale? I don't Royale. know who he is. I know, know who he looks like. Oh, he was in Casino He's Royale. He's the villain yeah. who cries blood. Oh, so he is. Lo- yeah, I haven't noticed. He was also in Bitch Better Have My Money from Rihanna. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't oh, seen that. it's a music video? It's a music video, Oh, yes. okay. Interesting. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> I, I know during the the European Championship over the summer, he put up a tweet after England beat Denmark saying, can't believe we lost to the beans on toast people. <laughs> <laughs> that made me respect That's him to excellent. some extent. Yeah, he's great. I love him. Yeah, okay. Is is his brother Lars Mickelson? I don't know who that is. The guy from Sherlock. Oh, I don't know. Do you know the one that was in Borgen, Michael? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Because, I mean, Mickelson, that doesn't sound like a very common surname, I reckon. (laughs) Oh, hang on, that was a character in Borgen, right? No, he was called like Magnuson or something. The actor is called oh, right. Lars Mickelson. The oh, one is that he? was in Sherlock, I think. Oh, sure, anyway. okay. Yeah. Lars Mickelson. Lovely Mads Mickelson. <laughs> just... He was really good in this. Yeah. But again, I feel like I'm. <sighs> Am I. Like the guy reading like a Garfield comic in a newspaper saying, oh, what is this trying to say to us? And you're, you guys are just like, yeah, it's just a joke. No, I don't think it's a joke. I don't think it's a Garfield. Is this I like mean, a lighthearted it won an film? Oscar. Yeah. Not that that means much. I mean, the Oscars are pretty shit these days. Um... <laughs> well, I had a can thing at the start of it, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's proper. Yeah. Well, they won't let us go. So. <laughs> Can't be that proper. One day, 
I think the most important question is, will it win a secret film Oscar? <gasps> well, that, that's what everyone's dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> but, dear listeners, you'll just have to wait and see. Let's just want shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> it might for me. I genuinely love it. But then it's got my, it ticks all the boxes for me because I like watching men bonding for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I've got male bonding written down here. Ritual I thought that alcohol might be... bonding, great. <laughs> yeah. But I love seeing four pals or friends just hanging out, coming closer, yeah. becoming good buds. Nice. Drinking Sazeracs. Drinking Sazeracs. I did that? really want a Sazerac while we were watching I wanted that. pretty much all the alcohol that they were mm. drinking throughout. God, they did show a lot of alcohol, did the champagne and beer and Who absinthe. Who had a drink while we were watching it? Um, I watched it this morning, so no. <laughs> okay, Laura didn't have a drink. Fernando? No, no, no. I mean, I was having coffee, but no alcohol. Okay. Did you Did you fancy a, fancy yeah, a drink? for sure. And as, yeah. as I said last time in the cinema, I went straight out and bought a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, very good. I was finishing my cocktail when we. You were finishing your cocktail, yeah. Oh, mm. did you drink through it? That's a good uh, way to do it. No, I um, had made a pre-dinner cocktail oh, and still had a yes. little bit left mm. when the film started. I, I had a, a single malt whiskey uh, that I mm. sipped very gently. I probably had about half a. Half a, a unit or even one unit across the whole film. I was uh, very, very gradual with it. Maybe I was being put <laughs> off. I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll have a Sazerac tonight. I think I think we deserve that. What is that again? It's brandy. brandy. Should be cognac, but whatever brandy. Um, with a little sugar. Mm. And just a tiny, a few drops of Peychaud's bitters, mm. which is a, a bizarre, like very specific thing that, I, as far as I know, is only used for making Sazeracs. But it, it's a bit like aromatic bitters, but it, um, it has like aniseed notes in it. Okay, that sounds nice. Uh, and you do that with lots of ice and, uh, yes, a slice of lemon peel I've always done, but I guess they were doing orange peel. Lovely. That's beautiful. Mm. Do you still do your cocktail blog? A little. <laughs> um, the thing is, I don't really repeat recipes on there. So once you've... Yeah, that makes sense. Like I did the first 50 posts and then like that's 50 recipes. Mm. That's probably going to be enough to last me forever. Um, but yeah, in principle, I, I'll still do it. Oh, cool. I've got a, a couple of drafts ready to go. Nice. I need to need to finish them off. <laughs> <laughs> I like my cocktail blog. Me too. <laughs> Mainly, I I use it just as like a reference for for recipes. Now, mm. if I just can't remember how I made it that one time, I look at that. That's a good idea. Yeah, it works out. I'd like a cocktail now. Oh, should we just take a, a five minute break? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we could do. No, better not. I don't want to risk the laptop dying. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> also, I'm at my mum's house, so it'd be a bit weird if I went downstairs and made a cocktail without speaking to anyone then left again. Yeah, yeah, I can Especially see that. I'd be like, don't disturb me. <laughs> you need to get like a <laughs> you need to get like a water bottle with vodka in yes, it, like they were do doing in the film. Yeah. Trying to get any that did fucking make me chuckle, kids the... trying to drink my 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did um, like it. So I did wonder about him giving some booze to the guy before he's exam. Oh, yeah. Mm. What, what did we think of that? I didn't know what to make of that, to be honest. I wondered if that was the Seemed film also risky. being like, here's a here's a tick for alcohol, look, it can calm you down. But then surely we're not meant to think it's a good idea for teachers to give their students booze before an exam, especially. Oh, geez. I guess Just not. a bad relationship there. I don't know. But it did seem to be clear that the student actually knew his stuff. He just yeah. lacked confidence. And so, yeah, getting that that confidence. And, and yeah, that was, that was one example where there was just no bad outcome, mm-hmm. was that he actually started you know, getting a bit more confident and then he passed the exam yeah. in the end and all was well. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's just ambiguous. You know, it's like, you know, not always if you make a bad decision, something bad's going to happen. Like life. Sometimes you just get away with shit. I don't know. What, well, what do you, yeah. yeah. Does that make it not a bad decision? Or Well, no, exactly. Like, does, it's still a bad decision, does, but I've made plenty of bad yeah. decisions that I've gotten away with. I suppose if this guy would have failed his exam otherwise, it was a good decision. Because the guy, yeah. there was a good outcome. Yeah. Dunno. Is that what we call a results-oriented point of view? <laughs> uh, that was an interesting thought, though, and that that was, I guess, one of the one of the few things that's making me see this film from the other perspective, which is that it's that we are meant to think, oh, alcohol's good in the end, or it's fine in the end. Uh, mm. It was it was tricky, though. There was a lot a lot to think about. Mm certainly gave us a lot of different scenarios that had very confusing outcomes versus, you know, actions, outcomes sort of thing. It kind of flipped your expectations a bit, maybe. Maybe that's what it was doing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know about that bit. I mean, it made me kind of happy. I was like, oh, good for the student. Well done. Have a good old drink. Have a big swig of vodka. We've all been there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Some of us have been there. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. They they do this thing where uh, uh, we, we see it's it's explained very well how they hit on this idea of staying at at zero point five mm. and it boosts their confidence. It does this and that, and it seems to be working out. Then they say, let's take it up to, to 1.0 or, or, you know, vary according to the individual. Mm. Um, and we see that develop as well. And we could we sort of see, yeah, they, they could keep it up at a higher level, couldn't they? But I didn't get why they did the let's all drink completely to oblivion today mm. thing. Because they, they obviously couldn't keep that up. They obviously weren't going to do that at work. I, I didn't see what what they were trying to prove or what they were trying to understand mm. by doing that. Did anyone get why why that was? Or was it like a weak plot device? They did rationalise it in the film, didn't they? I didn't get it. There was some, I don't remember now, but there was some rationale for it. I think it was, mm. so they were trying to, they rationalised it. I think, first of all, I think it's reasonable that they wanted to, that you want to keep getting higher and higher and higher. Mm. Uh, the, the idea was yeah. not that they were going to maintain this it was just to see what the 
I think the word was like emancipatory that they used in the film of like what it would, you know, I think it was just a bit of excitement and getting carried away and being like, do you you never, do you ever want to just drink until, yeah, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I guess I see. Yeah. So they just sort of slipped into it a bit and they were never Mm. intending for it to be a big part of the study or whatever. And they, I guess they made the decision while they were drunk, right? Oh, were they drunk when they made? I can't remember. I they had, were they already tipsy when they decided? They, I can't they were remember talking now. about it. I don't know if they'd had a drink yet, but they were talking about this ignition idea. You know, where they were like, "We've reached wherever oh, that ignition. philosopher said that we we're always taking ourselves to the point of ignition and hovering around that." But what if we like kicked it up a gear again, just to see what's going to yeah. happen and like how we feel and things like that? I see. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Fernando, what do you think? I think it was just inertia. They were already doing something and they're like, well, we're enjoying this. Maybe this is no longer for the sake oh, of the yeah, experiment. Maybe it was that. This mm-hmm. is just for <laughs> <laughs> our personal enjoyment. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, that's what it's It looked like a good night out, though. I had to... <laughs> I wanted to be on it with them. <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, fantastic. I thought it was a fantastic... I thought it was a good mirror image to the night wow. they have the next night where it's like they're they're on, they're on actually on their own and they're just being sick and falling over and having a terrible time. To this one where it's like they're in the pub and they're all singing and it's they're up on the bar and then they're running home. Or, like, or I don't oh know. I genuinely did, Wow, we have really opposed it. I found it quite funny when they were trying to yeah. fish. <laughs> that was funny. And when they were in the shop was a bit funny, even though it was a little uncomfortable and awkward. I still had a chuckle when he like Tommy like <sighs> just waved at the guy like oh, let's get out of here. And then they were fishing, which was funny. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm not getting it. I mean that yeah, there were some jokes in there, mm-hmm. like them fishing and, and all of that. But like they went out, they were like harassing people, they were stealing stuff, they were smashing things, walking into stuff clearly making lots of people uncomfortable um and and yeah just just Mm. being destructive is this is that kind of thing that like gives alcohol a bad name like most people can can enjoy alcohol sensibly but then this kind of occasional binge drinking tied together with a, a sort of fuck you attitude um yeah, results in just a, a trail of destruction behind them. Yeah, maybe. And it, it did end badly, I suppose. That was the night where yeah. it really took a turn. Yeah, Aww. so I wasn't wasn't keen on that. How, how did you feel about that one, Claire? Um, yeah, I... it's tough, isn't it? I don't think... I don't think they were necessarily doing anything, like... Mm. terrible. I, I thought they were kind of rude to the guy in the supermarket. Um, mm. But, like you say, they were smashing stuff and leaving a trail of destruction. Yeah. I don't know that that's how I understood it. It was them, like, yelling at the barmaid to distract her and then stealing the bottle from behind the bar. I, that is yeah, just I thought that was really funny. fun. And yeah. dancing on the table and stuff like it, it's like it's kind of fine in a film, I guess. But it, like if I was in a pub where that was happening, I would get out of there. Someone dancing on a table—you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Someone's going to fall over. Like 
like he was totally out of control up on the table. Like he was he was like fifty. If he'd fallen down, he's a he very could have athletic man, Michael. Broken his neck or something. He's not. <laughs> he is. He's a dancer. We saw oh. him dancing. Exactly. Yeah, jazz tap. That's what he was, was jazz doing. Ballet. Amazing. The best dancer um, in the world. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Wasn't getting it. Hmm. I sw- I don't know. I suppose because none of it was angry. I I don't have the same like visceral response that you're having like if he'd get caught stealing those bottles he would just have sat them down yeah he wouldn't have started a fight over it he was just he he saw an opportunity to do something funny and did it because his inhibitions were lowered Mm. yeah but like it was funny and it's also like wrong right like you can't just steal stuff from supermarkets and and bars nah Uh, I don't mind it not that I would do it, but it was funny. So <laughs> I think it's fine. Well, that's it. Like in, from the perspective of a film, so I'm thinking like um, Claire and I knew some people at uni mm. who weren't weren't students here, but would come and visit one of our friends, and therefore would stay in our house. And it was basically uh, like bacchanalian, like. What's the word? They were hedonists, basically. Mm. They, they they were doing this kind of stuff that you see in films. They were uh, like, yeah, drinking more than they could handle, dancing on tables, stealing so anything that wasn't nailed down uh, from anywhere. Yeah. They would just steal because it's funny. And so then we've got all this crap in our house when they leave, and yeah, you know, oh, that's from that pub. They're going to have to replace that. That's from a building site. They're going to have to replace that. Just every one of these tiny little things that like gives them a laugh for 10 seconds and actually ruins someone else's day. Um, yeah. It's, it's kind of the reason we can't have nice things is because people act like really irresponsibly like this. And, and invariably it would end up with someone saying something to someone else and someone would get offended and bitch about it and everyone would cry forever and, <laughs> or smash something or throw something at someone and there was just no sense of having a a, a, and I yeah we heard these stories later of them like going to a city in Germany and all of them got arrested for like stealing the baby Jesus from a nativity scene or something that's like yeah if that was in a (laughs) if that's in a film that's funny but also this is like the centerpiece of this city's like that it, it, you can't do it. It's it's really bad, um, and I thought they were trying to get that across in the film as well. That like these guys are out of control and they're having it. They feel like they're having a good time. But as I say, I was watching it with a pit in my stomach, thinking, "God, there's so many consequences to everything they're doing here." Um, it didn't. Yeah, n- none of that stuff was was something that I could read as a harmless good time. Uh, yeah. Mm. That's my point of view. <laughs> well then. Old man yells at cloud. Um, I see your point. I would find it incredibly irritating if I was in a pub like that. Well, yeah, people I, stealing I would just like leave. Eight I something. have left. Mm. Not cool. But in this, in the context of the film, I thought it was just good fun, to be fair. I think we had very different viewing experiences, yeah. it sounds like. I was along for the ride. What can I say? There we are. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess that's good. I, I think the thing that I'm surprised by is that um, by the sound of it, we were meant to just go along with it as a film and say, oh, this is this is funny, roll with it. That maybe it was something about the staging or like the slightly uh, Spartan way that they cut the dialogue and things. It, it seemed like it was something I was meant to, I was meant to be like watching people laughing and having a good time, but but thinking, oh god, this is kind of terrible. Um, well, like I, well, I don't know. You're in, that's your interpretation. And that's fine. I guess so. You know, it, it does. I am interested to know the... what they were trying to do, though, mm. or whether they really were trying to make it ambiguous in that way. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know either. What is it you always say, Fernando, about art and the viewer and the artist and whatnot? Mm, yes, the, those who read beneath the symbol do so at their own risk. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. That's lovely. I have a few other thoughts. Oh, yeah. Um, what do we think of the... So some of the, the more minor characters, specifically the wives. Yes, I was going to bring this up as well. Um, who was the bearded man? The bearded man? Bearded. Nikolai. Nikolai. I, I don't know. Nikolai, Nikolai yeah, yes. Nikolai. Um, who had the had the little boy who was always wetting the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Nikolai. Oh, so um, annoying. God, I hated Nikolai's wife. Yes, yes. I know. Yes, she was horrible. Yeah, okay. But also and justified, it... so I'm annoyed at the film for that reason, I think. Okay. Why was she horrible? What? Oh, she was just a uh, bitch. Well, I've got several... Yeah. <laughs> for want of another word, yeah. Um, that's my sort of every... so, you know. <laughs> every... Oh, we could... Yeah, let's pick a gender-neutral word, but she... Like she shouts at him in front of kids who need to be protected from that kind of thing. Every little thing she was asking to do was asked with no respect and with no so consideration for his feelings. Super passive aggressive, um, just rushing around. Not not a not a moment or a hint of kindness or concern for him. And more importantly, for her children. It was stuff like he he had come back, as they all did, you know, completely off his face, totally, totally wasted. And her reaction was to shout and scream while there were kids in the room, like who were visibly upset. She needed to, you know, keep it together, you know, take them out of them. And then she, like when he was in that state, she needed to, to put him on his side turn the light out and let him sleep and and have a serious conversation with him in the morning. Instead, she yelled at him, screamed, like stormed out of the room with the light on, with like no way for him to go back to sleep. She was, it seemed just so spiteful and so, yeah, just just wrong to everyone. Mm. Um, and it, it was sad. And I... I I think that must have been kind of deliberate to have her as a as a sort of reverse image of um of Annika who was not like that who was dealing with honestly the same sort of thing but who who mostly was able to to be a grown up about things um 
and it was interesting having that that comparison between the the two the two wives. Um, did you feel differently though, Claire? I mean, she woke up in the middle of the night and her <laughs> husband had wet the bed. Hmm. She was it was pretty fair that she was pretty pretty angry about that. Yeah, I don't, I'd be I don't annoyed. Think it's, yeah, I think anyone would be annoyed, and he he ought to. He ought to do better, and she. But the way she reacted to mm. it was so counter, like the opposite of helpful, and the well, opposite of what angry. anyone needed. You can't always behave so. rationally. Sometimes you're just angry, and oh, but I think it fits in with upset. how we're meant to see the rest of her character as just this passive aggressive person who's just frustrating what he wants. I don't know. I d- I didn't think she was written particularly yeah. well. I thought she was just entirely detestable. Which is a bit misogynistic. And I'm not sure that the film did women very well in general. Um, I mean, it was fun to have someone to hate and be like, oh my God, what a bitch. (laughs) Well, I wasn't sure if we were meant to be reading this as like, she's. (laughs) Yes, you said to get the fresh fish, all right? Just. (laughs) The thought at the back of my mind was, was this like dark waters? Yes, I had that thought. Where as well. we're meant to be on her side, <laughs> and we're meant to think like, "Oh yeah, he's driven her to to yell. Look at how upset she is with him." Where actually, I was just sitting there going, "Like, oh my god, you're so dreadful." <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, again, having having Annika there, who was the like the more human character with with maybe a bit more of a dimension behind mm-hmm. her was good and she had a breaking point and she had a yelling at him point but she also tried um you could see why they how they kind of worked as a couple and how she was somebody that you could live with yeah i liked anna hmm. they made anna annika quite well but maybe they didn't i don't know i just liked her i thought she was cool in the end i i somewhat disliked her really? yeah but I had to think about it. She she was human. She was she had good sides and bad sides. Mm. You liked her in the end, Laura. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I th- this is where I think the film. I mean, it was about men, which is fine. You know, it's about four male yeah. friends who are high school. Blah blah blah. But I think you've got to be a bit more careful when it's when you still have women. So the, the women didn't drink. Which is weird. So no, you know, we kind of saw the female mm. students. I suppose they drank, and then the wife had a glass of alcohol at the end. But as you say, I think that you could read into that that was just spite, or maybe it was just about alcohol, whatever. Mm. Um, other than that, though, so we had the two wives who were just telling them off for drinking all the time. We had the barmaid who was just angry at them for being so drunk. Fair, yeah. And then the head teacher who was also just trying to sniff out the <laughs> fair again, but didn't like her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh. Um. So yeah, and then the were they all killjoys? That's what I'm wondering. Did they just were they meaning to paint them all as just big killjoys? I don't know if they did because mm. I, I don't think it is necessarily apparent. I think because the barmaid is such a natural character, like we, you know, we're not meant to see her. Yeah. Big, oh, maybe we are. I don't know. She barely spoke. She barely did spoke. She? she was just clearly annoyed at them, and that was very fair. Mm. Um, I suppose we had the woman on the train at the start who was like happy to be swept up in the fun and have a drink with the students. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all very minor. All very, very minor. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, there were also minor male characters 
who were killjoys and police at the start were on. Oh there. yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the true. guy who found the alcohol stash in the gym. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's basically true. every other character was a killjoy. That's true. I don't think it was necessarily a commentary on women. Not that it would have meant no. to be, but I don't think it was. Yeah, I think it's just because there were no yeah. women involved in the. Yeah, the fun. it was really focusing on the four mm. guys and then the students as this example, this sort of symbol of wider Danish culture, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think it was having a little bit of a look at midlife masculinity. Yeah. Of them all just <laughs> reaching this slump as men and then being yeah. vitalizing each so other. Some people buy a, a sports car or a motorbike, mm. don't they? That's the that's the like classic yeah. what men do when they when they get to 40, 45. <laughs> um and I guess this was a nice twist on that. Day drinking. Day drinking. <laughs> so I guess that leads us to two more thoughts. Mm. One is, is it possible that there's something in it? Is it possible that maintaining a blood alcohol of 0.5 during work, if you just leave it at that and don't go any further and you stop as soon as you finish work, is it possible that could actually make make things better? I think so. I'm great fun after one glass, <laughs> to two glasses of wine. But much like yeah. I said in the film, I can never just stop there, so it wouldn't work for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, is, is that the flaw in it, that you can't actually keep mm. it at the right level? Yeah, there's always this feeling that more will make will enhance yes. the current effect <laughs> rather than send it into yeah. the I yeah. always make that mistake. Yeah, me too. Mm. Get too excited. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. I think there could be something to be said for people just being a bit less inhibited in life and you mm. know, they people we always joke in the lab that like you're you have like Magner's ideas or what is it they call it the boomer point where you're <laughs> oh, yeah. like at your best and most creative after two pints of boomers or something like that oh <laughs> it's good. like that have that's... you seen the Mitchell and Webb sketch yeah so that's what I was thinking about this through film this was basically thing. that wasn't it it was like yeah I'll have to send it round after if you've not seen it yeah Could... I don't know what you can you summarise it, Laura? There's, uh, is it a secret society? I can't remember, it's been ages since I watched it, but there's a secret society where they have like just below two pints is like the ideal amount to achieve <laughs> yes. everything and they like induct someone into the society. And it's cool. <laughs> But the point of two pints is the point where it just all goes to shit. I don't know if that was a good Beyond point. two pints yes. lies kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very funny though. Yeah, it's a good sketch. Mm. And yeah, I guess has basically the same message, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. That you, you could do wonderful things at that level, but there's always a temptation to take it too far. <laughs> Speaking of which, just below two pints is the ideal amount for me to be able to stop. Okay. Personally okay. speaking, if I have two, I want a third. And if I want a third, yeah. it's over for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone loses. Everyone loses. <laughs> Me most Noted. of all. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> probably other people most of all. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible drunk. 
<laughs> Can be. Mm. What do you reckon, Fernando? Are you gonna are you gonna take up a, a 0.5 percent lifestyle? Mm, I don't think so. Um, just because I think that moderation doesn't exist for me. Maybe that's mm. also the reason okay. why I am like I guess totally plant based because apparently. There is little difference between eating just a little bit of meat or animal uh, in terms of health and eating mostly plant-based. But I know that if I eat just a little bit of meat, then I'll say, okay, maybe I can also have a steak tomorrow. And then I will mostly be eating animals instead of plants. So moderation in my life is... Um, mm. unachievable. So I have to commit to something uh, <laughs> in order to do that something. Um, you go cold turkey. I go cold turkey. Yes, um, maybe. Um, Ironically. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> um. So I admire the people that can do moderation. I'm just not one of them. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's a no from Fernando. What about you, Michael? I I think for the same reason I would say no. Um, I think there's there's something in that that's kind of cool. But aside from the social pressure, um, it it would be, yeah, it feels like a step down the wrong path, and it could be a path that's difficult to stop going down. What about you, Claire? Yeah, I don't think I'd like to be in the lab with a zero point. Zero five percent blood alcohol level. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I I kind of believe in the whole Hemingway right drunk edit sober thing. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for that. Mm. Lowering inhibitions. Yeah, you just, you need to stop second guessing yourself and sometimes just write it or just say it. But yeah. I think there are times when it's it's probably useful to be sober. Yes. For yeah, example, I don't want... when you're handling toxic chemicals or doing brain <laughs> surgery. <laughs> yeah, driving a car at 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Don't really example. want people's inhibitions lowered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got one or two more thoughts. Okay. Uh, I've got these all jotted down. Um, should Martin and Annika have got together again at the end. Oh, interesting. Should Annika forgive him? Should he forgive her? We should all be forgiving. As in, if we don't forgive, then we will live in hatred all our lives. All right. I'm with Fernando. Yeah. That makes that one easy. Great. Mm, Yep. I guess there's an argument against, which is that it clearly wasn't working for years and years. But I like the, the idea that you know, it wasn't too late for them. They clearly did love yeah. each other. What do you think? Wait, let me just rephrase what I just said. I think that <laughs> forgiveness and them getting back together are two disjoint things. I think that you should definitely forgive, even if you do not get back together. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you think they should have got back together? Well, that's a personal decision, right? <laughs> I yeah. think that they should analyze their situation and decide whether they want to get back together. But from so if you what were I saw, Martin, would you want to? 
if I were Martin, I would want to get back with Annika. And if I were Annika, I would also want to get back with Martin. But that's because of Martin's the few things. The sweet, very, the, my, sweet, my very limited sweet uh, experience with that couple. Um, but obviously, they've been a lifetime together. So they would be in a better position to make that decision. Yeah. Fair enough. Do you think so? <sighs> um, so you know me, I always want the boy and the girl to get back to get together mm. at the end of the film. And I want everyone to, yeah, live happily ever after. But there's a few slightly fucked up things that I didn't like. Um, I'm worried about like Anakin. when he was being aggressive. Like, yeah, when he was being aggressive. Mm. So that it was just a moment. What wasn't it? He, what did he do? He sort of threw the table, like kicked the yeah. table away from him. Which is, yeah, pretty, pretty unacceptable. Um but he did then remove himself from the situation. He then removed himself from the situation. We, we were to think he had never done anything like that before. Mm. And it was only on receiving the news that his wife had been having an affair. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he, yeah, perhaps is in a position where he could be forgiven, uh, if not excused. Um uh, but then I'm worried about Annika from the other side, uh, partly in the sense that, well, she she cheated on him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't care if you think he's boring. Um, it, she, she can't just go and, mm. and sleep with someone else. And then, like, when he actually asked her about it, her response was something like, well, I couldn't just wait for you forever, which was such a... yeah such a lack of uh, responsibility that she was taking. Like it wasn't her fault, which I, it just seemed seemed quite wrong. Uh, but that, that maybe hinted towards like other problems she's having. And again, I, I thought um, at the end there, like when we'd just seen just this, um, this glass of wine that she was knocking back a bit, a bit heavily, I thought, it was going to turn out that those texts she was sending were basically drunk dials that she was alone at home, wasted, just like, you know, crying on a second bottle of wine and just doing the thing that people do, which is grab your phone and and text someone that you had previously decided to get rid of. And I, I thought it was going to end up that this was not actually the beginning of a relationship, but it was her just having problems, basically. Uh, and so those were those would be my like, yeah, my uncertainties about it. I mean that that hmm. is the end that you've written a bit. That yeah, belief. but that's. <laughs> It seemed like that was what they were hinting towards, mm, though. Maybe. It, the, and the way the texts were structured, like after saying so firmly, I don't want to have anything more to do, like all I want to do is discuss practicalities, this is never going to happen. Like the the sort of five-word text saying, I miss you too, it, mm, it, it didn't seem mm. like... Uh, a well thought through responsible start to a relationship well you know the Danes they're very direct <laughs> <laughs> no frills apparently so <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, interesting yeah 
Just just my thought. As as you say, we don't know that that was the case, but it it didn't feel right somehow. Mm. But apparently there was a lot of cheerful stuff in this film that I was <laughs> overthinking, so. Hmm. Um, Maybe we, we should all get Oscar- drunk of- and watch it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Then we'd be having fun along with them. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> a lot more fun. <laughs> why don't we run an experiment, get drunk, and then re-record this episode to see if it's an even better episode? <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. What are you doing later? <laughs> what time is it for you, Fernando? <laughs> it is 11.48 in the morning. Oh, Perfect. you only have to wait 12 minutes yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> and it is five in the UK. Yep. <laughs> I've got one more thought. Oh, yeah. My final thought. Um, Laban for best animal. Oh, I know. Oh, precious. What a cute oh, who's old Laban? dog. The dog. The dog that couldn't pee oh, on its own. Yes. But just well, seems so good natured and so nice. <laughs> I needed them to show that dog off the boat. Mm. Yeah, that was a concern. I mean, I know we can assume that because they they found the boat, that the dog is fine. Mm. I'm sure the dog is fine, but it would have been nice to see the dog at the funeral. Oh, yeah. I like that dog. That was a good dog. She's a good boy. I think maybe the dog didn't come off the boat. You don't think the dog came off the boat? Oh, no. I think the dog was too sick. Oh. I think maybe it was a, an act of kindness to take the dog with him. Mm. But the dog was on the boat. We saw the dog on the boat after he was not on the boat. Oh, did yeah. we? Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. remember that. Do you yeah, think the dog was just standing there on an empty boat? boat. Yeah. What? Oh, I thought it was like he'd fallen off by accident because he was drunk. I thought it was very deliberately unclear. Oh, okay. Wait, you thought he committed suicide? Yeah. <laughs> There are a lot of interpretations to a lot of things in this film, we're finding out. Yeah, he was so depressed. He was so unhappy. Oh, I thought he was just... No, I don't think he would have taken his dog out. He'd lost his job and he's... uh, It was old, yeah. I thought it was an accident. That is so interesting. I I also thought it was an accident, but my mother thought he was committing suicide as well. Oh, right. Right. Did you watch this with your mother? When the first time when we were at the cinema, but this time I watched it. Live. Okay, hmm. I see. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to doubt it now. <laughs> if he just, I don't think he would have just left the dog on the boat. It seems unlikely, but maybe he did intend to like. I don't know. Maybe his intention was to just get really drunk and not care what happened, and kind of commit yeah. suicide. I don't know. Interesting. It's ambiguous, like a lot of the other things in this film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a problem film. Mm. There's a lot I don't know about. Yeah. But maybe they, they did that well. There was a a lot of questions. It was worth discussing. One thing is sure, which is that Mads Mikkelsen is a sweet angel. <laughs> he, he's good I'm going to need to see some more Mads Mikkelsen you will you certainly will <laughs> oh good 
<laughs> Can't wait. Um, I I don't have any other thoughts. No, I don't think I do either. I think we've done. I mean, I know we normally do a separate. Feels wrong not to do symbolism, but we've done so much. Maybe, or have we? I don't know. I think we have. I can't think of anything else to add. Anything either. Well, who is Jesus Christ? A good question, Tommy. He died for their sins. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Who is Moby Dick? There was a lot of water, wasn't there? They were Mm. on the sea. (laughs) It was in Denmark, so (laughs) it was the fresh cod. They, they were crazy trying cashier. to get fresh cod. They <laughs> were obsessed for that period of time. <laughs> <laughs> for three or four minutes there, there was nothing else they could think of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I also tried to play the game this morning when I was in the shower of like who we would be, but it just doesn't match up. I can't think. None of us really fit those oh. personalities, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, who who gets to be uh, Nikolai's wife? <laughs> oh, I think we would each have to be one of the four, would we not? Yeah, there's four four characters. Maxi Martin. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm more likely to be Nikolai. Do you think? Why? Yeah. Well, I've got a beard, and I'm sort of that's not the impressionable. game. <laughs> It's not who has a beard. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, no, he reminded me of me because he was like, he was sort of swept along with things and making a lot of noise, but didn't um, really know what he was doing. Nikolai was running the show. He was the one yeah, writing it all up. Yeah, but he was. That's exactly it. That's that's why it's me because he's he's sort of leaping it into it a bit, but doesn't really know what's happening mm. and he's kind of following what the like he was just he was watching martin with wonder i'd be like wow yeah. i'm gonna do one of those i'm gonna drink twice as much <laughs> and it just didn't work out at all um yeah clueless Cl- clueless nikolai <laughs> with a lovely beard mm. yeah i guess none of us really want to be tommy tommy was the sad one Tommy was Although the sad one. Although he did inspire one. those children, you know, and he kind he of had a good respect. And he was a good dancer. He was always dancing. He was game for anything. Mm. A bit forlorn at times, but yeah, I like Tommy. Do you know, I think yeah. I might be Tommy. Do you think? Oh. Yeah. I would have put you as Peter, I think. Peter. But I can't say why. The musical man. Oh, I have zero musical talent. Uh, not for the music reason. Not, not I don't know why. <laughs> you just seem the most together. <laughs> but with and you don't have a beard. So. And you don't have a beard, so you pass the beard test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's, it's almost like it doesn't really work. <laughs> um, I suppose we've not come... We've not compared it to the previous oh, shit, yeah, film. Princess Mononoke. Princess Not very similar films. No, there was a sliding scale of destruction and balance. Oh, balance. 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 Yeah, and well balance. Done. Oh, that's Thanks. the... Yeah, yeah, and he had the, the evil running through him in, in his arm, didn't he? 
that was taking over a bit at a time mm. and it was growing eventually it was going to destroy him but also it gave him you know uh, unbelievable strength and and uh, courage at times yes oh yes god there's lots of overlap here brilliant <laughs> basically the same film <laughs> <laughs> yeah nailed that one good stuff what a good song at the end. Sorry, that's just my last, last thought, which is that I might actually listen to that. I found it very moving. Yeah. It stirred me. I wanted to dance. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the, the song at the end was also the song at the beginning, yes, right? Yes, yes, that's right. Uh-huh. Well, shall I play the music? I'm ready. I'm also ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Scissors. Well done, Fernando. Have you got a film you've chosen? I do have a film. (gasps) Um, Just check my film list. Mm, Where is it? Films. Yes. So the film that I'm choosing for next time is, unfortunately, perhaps most likely not related to Christmas, (laughs) Uh, but it is called My Own Private Idaho, 1991. Ah. Ooh. 